talking about rings, you ain't got them, zip your lip. You got a problem, you ever found, check your grounds. The show about to start. Start. Tune in, 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 tune in. This weekend car audio. Welcome to This Week in Car Audio with your host, the judge, Doug Stockton, co-hosted by Jeffrey Fernandez, uh, internet and movie superstar. Oh, video games too. Can't forget about that, Jeffrey. Uh, On occasion, yes, that is true. (laughs) That's right. Hey, I'm trying to figure out some stuff here on YouTube. What did you have going on this weekend, sir? Who, uh, who me? Yeah. <laughs> uh, nothing much. Uh, oh, uh, I did a kind of a wine tasting event out here in a Grapevine. <laughs> that sounds called, less than exciting. It's called Grape Fest. You know, I, I don't really drink wine, but it was, it was just like a big thing they have here. I went to it last year, had some fun, and wanted to, you know, check it out again this year. It was, wasn't too bad, but uh, I guess it, that's what they do out here in Grapevine, Texas. <laughs> a lot of wine tasting. Uh, we do that around our house, too, you know what I mean? So um, <laughs> That sounds good. Oops, damn it. Wrong button. Um, yeah, so I'm going to need your help to watch. Do you want to watch the YouTube side, or do you want to watch the uh, Facebook side? Um, yeah, uh, so probably the Facebook side would be better. Uh, okay, I have I'll, YouTube I'll, up. I'll got the YouTube. I'll got. But, I'll watch the YouTube side. Um, okay. I won't be able to pull stuff across here today, uh, just because I am working from a different computer at the moment, and this is. I need to set this uh, computer up for us to be doing this um, uh, going forward. So are we up and running? Uh, we are up and running. On, uh, I don't see it on Sonic Effects. Yeah, it, I oh, just I clicked on it, so we're up okay, and good. There we go. All right. Um, oops, wrong button. I grabbed the wrong phone. Um, so I just want to say uh, hi to our guest. Our guest would be uh, Sean Mayo, XS Power. Why don't you introduce yourself, Sean? So, like Doug said, I'm Sean Mayo. I am uh, an employee of XS Power Batteries and Sundown Audio. Uh, I'm the head of Team Excess Power, the competition division. I also handle a large majority of the audio-based distribution and dealer accounts. And then I also take care of a lot of the marketing, uh, sponsorship programs, show sponsorships, uh, any sort of marketing outreach by Excess Power, and a lot of Sundown Audio I do manage um, and take care of. Um, I'm also a competitor myself, and I will be competing at the DB Drag Finals in in uh, Owensboro, Kentucky. Not Knoxville. Not Knoxville. I almost said Knoxville. You did. <laughs> and it's not next weekend. It's two weekends away. Uh, next weekend, we're doing our dress rehearsal, which is the uh, base race and top dog. I got SQ Sounds typing in. Moises is typing, uh, showing up. Um, well, who are we looking at? I, saw, I thought I saw Moses. Yeah, Ardenas. Moses uh, says I... There you fellas are. <laughs> yeah, it's, I'm I, I'm working hard right now doing other things. I'm actually getting yeah. paid to be on a job site. Um, we had some issues. Oh. The um, rain started coming to Reno, and we ripped the roof off this morning. So that made like, for a very bad combination. Literally? Yes. <laughs> like literally ripped the roof off. So we're in the middle of... Of replacing the roof and we can't go home until it is replaced all right so okay there we go yeah I see uh, Eric Hansen popping in on YouTube also uh, Sean what's good that's Tristan's wife <laughs> our Tristan is Tiffany's husband from Barbados excess power dealers SQ sound if you don't know who they oh, are cool. um, so Sean have you uh, watched our podcast at all or yeah, I've, I've watched quite a few of them. I was participating I, last week in the rules discussion and all that. I, I thought you were participating quite a bit. Like <laughs> when uh, when Celise suggested you to come on the podcast, because um, you know this, as I, we mentioned uh, previous weeks, uh, we were trying to um, people that support the things that we like. Uh, speaking of which, um, please support those who support the things that you guys like to do. Um, the sponsors for today's. Uh, venue or today's podcast 
we got Crossfire Car Audio, we got eBox, and Voodoo Customs. So um, remember, always support those people that support the things that you like to do. Speaking of which, here's one of the people that supports the things that you guys do, World Finals. So what is your guys' level of sponsorship this year? I think it was a custom package that I offered. Um, it was a unique thing. I wanted it several different things, like a T-shirt sponsor and a badge sponsor. I think a decal sponsor, too. Um, we obviously have been a longtime sponsor of DB Drag for the finals of the United States. And I was talking to Bynum, the, the judge out in Europe, and just kind of having a conversation with him. And European finals, to my knowledge, is something we've never really had a real active approach and specifically joining in that. So we decided to reach out to him and see if we could get a new outreach out there. Obviously, you know, Excess Power is very well known in the United States and Canada and even South for, you know, the what we products we make and the, the reputation that we have. But European is Europe is still a large market that I believe there's a lot more potential in. So we wanted to try and extend that outreach there to show our continuation of supportive competitors who come back to buy from us and the dealers and distributors. All right, cool. Uh, so um, you're going to supply us with a giveaway item today. Why don't you tell us all about what that item is so people get an idea of what it is. Yep. So a UC31 is a ultra capacitor. Cap, basically think of it as like a cap bank. Um, if you remember the old cylindrical cells that people still use, the old 3,000, 2,700 fair, those sort of numbers. Uh -huh. um, it's basically those in a group 31 housing. It has a Bluetooth module that allows it to jump off your vehicle. Um, especially if the vehicle's dead, it can provide enough energy to start the car, and it works fantastic for your smaller 1,500 to 2,000 watt style setups. Um, they're very common. They're going to last a long time generally, and they're a bargain at the pricing that they are. Um, they do weigh about 30 pounds. Uh, there's videos of me trying to destroy one on YouTube. Um, like, I've dropped it like three stories trying to break one, even on the head, and I can't break it. Um, just the things that they're made they're made to withstand is pretty pretty ridiculous. So I think those are a great thing to give away, especially for somebody who's just wanted to have a 1,500 or 2,000-watt setup or you've got a 10,000 watt set, but you've got some extra room to put another battery in. These are both awesome features and an awesome idea to have. So seemed like a good idea to give the few away. Yeah, uh, so I have a 2,000 watt setup for my Trans Am. And uh, so I'm running 450 amp hour of lithium. You think that'll be enough? Just a tad. <laughs> that ne never an issue of, uh, you know, having too much is never an issue, right? Absolutely. So, are um, we going to do the wheel today? Is we are going to do the wheel today. <laughs> nice. um, so uh, when we get to that point, Jeffrey's going to look for the here's that raise the hands on the uh, YouTube side, or I'm sorry, on the Facebook side. I'm going to do it on the YouTube side. I got to set up the, um, I, I, I'm not set up because I'm not at my aunt's house. So when I get to my aunt's house, I got the multi-screen set up and I'm all ready to go and everything. Um, here I'm not as set up, so uh, sorry, <laughs> I can't pull your um, your comments up there. Uh, wheel of names, that's what I'm looking at. Wheel of names spinner, there she is. I got it loaded oh, on my nice. other laptop or on my uh, screen right here. All we got to do is oh, start okay. adding names. Um, we will do that, you know, roughly halfway through the podcast. And uh, then we'll do the spin. I'll share the screen, and we'll do all that crap. So, anyway, um, so Sean, uh, what class are you going to compete in at World Finals? So I'll be in Super Street One to Two. Okay, so oh. Super Street One to Two. Uh, I'm not sure who else is coming in that because uh, it what wasn't that um, uh, not Bo. Um, who was the world champion last year in Super Street 1 to 2, Sean? It was Soundcheck Customs. They had their Terra. Oh, that's right, the Terra. And so yep. they won't be competing this year. So who do you think's the uh, who's the front runner then for Super Street 1 to 2? <laughs> so there's some serious competition in Europe that obviously is who, you know, who's the loudest in the world and what what matters to me. It's not necessarily right. one location. It's it's at the very end who's number 1 on the top in the world, you know. Not that not that regional titles aren't well worth their weight and very impressive. I, I just have a hard set on the world title, given the fact that it is a unified finals in this way this time where we're competing against everybody on the same stage over a live feed and everybody connected together. I'm, I'm excited for that opportunity to go against 
anybody in the world who you know who thinks they're the best in that class and made the best competitor win. All right. So, but you don't have anybody specifically that you think is uh, a front runner for that. It, it can be anybody's ball game with unlimited power. The the yeah, loudest person could be finished last with unlimited power. That's right. It's you know like like attrition being such a factor in super street swift, especially when you're going through classes and you're consistently having to be careful not to go too hard to break something potentially or soft enough to get beat. So there's kind of that game of a battle of attrition sometimes and oftentimes as we've seen it in, in racing or anywhere else where endurance is a factor. Sometimes the loudest person doesn't win it's the one who is loud combined with the stamina and the ability to hold it together oh yeah keep it sure. together long enough to win and i think that's so impressive in play yep uh put, keeping it together to win is a big deal um and, and you know and then the ring is only going to whoever's whoever wins this year yep. uh, between all yep. four locations so you don't get just the ring for winning your personal location right Yep. Um, that's a big deal. That's cool. Uh, as a matter of fact, next week, I believe we're going to have either Wayne or Salise on here and talk about all the different things going on with the world finals. Like, um, Oh yeah, we got to competitor right. party. Yeah. I already talked to them. So, that's um, good. but, um, anyway, so Sean, um, he, I've seen him participate in our podcast a few times and Salise is like, well, you know, suggestion for a guy might be Sean May. I, I got him already. Bam. And I hit him up. <laughs> He jumped on, uh, and like I said, he, he actually stepped up, and they decided they were going to um, be part of the giveaway today. So we're going to give away two things today. So that's awesome. That's cool. uh, we, we got, got a, um, a comment here from okay. uh, on, on Facebook, uh, Spencer Staniland. Uh-huh. He's, uh, he's out of... Uh, Canada. Is it Canada, or was yeah. it New Zealand? No, oh, no okay. he's a Canada. He's, uh, he asked here... Are you running the CRX? I don't know if that's. I'm that's pretty sure Sean. that's so. The Sean. So I ran a CRX. I think it was in 2019. I think is what it was. The little black CRX. That was actually my first vehicle that I built specifically for DB Drag. Um, the year before that, I had competed in Mecca, and I obviously was was chasing guys like you know Gorman, Bo, me, you know the ones who I really looked up to and who I considered the legends of the sport. And I was like, man, I really want to be in DB Drag. That's where all the big hitters are. If I'm going to have a reputation of being on the top, that's where I feel like I need to be. Um, and so I kind of jumped into drag, to be honest, because I was watching and I had guys around me such as those guys to, to learn. And guys like Will Mantlo, you probably remember him, uh, though. Have people like that around me, too. Will Mantlo. Uh, basically, you know, people like that to kind of show me the ropes and teach me a lot. And, you know, it, that's kind of where I went. So the CRX is my first opportunity to to try that. And I, I learned a lot of lessons on that. So that's a no, you're not bringing the CRX. You're doing something else. <laughs> no. So. Uh, Nick Samino here says, uh, we want to see a good run between Sean Mayo and Chad Stulo. Is that one of the European guys? Uh, no, I think he's, he's uh, is he Fafo? Uh, I think he might be uh, Team Electronics Fafo, right? Yeah. BTX oh. Fafo. Uh, dude, Fafo's got but a car. They're two different classes, though, aren't they? Uh, I don't know what Fafo was doing because at yeah. my event he did. He just did. Uh, he did uh, freestyle. Ah, okay. So, um, so I'm not uh, sure how, what he runs. Yeah, Nick. I think they might be in two different classes, but um, yeah, that'd be that'd be something cool to see. Yep. I mean, Fafo's car's loud. Just yeah. saying. Um, but, yeah, that's good. Uh, so, Sean, uh, so tell us your how you got started in car audio and how you ended up over there at XS. So, without taking up 30 minutes of time, uh, basically, <laughs> uh, I enjoyed watching audio from the very beginning. I remember riding around with my dad, listening to music, um, and just enjoying the sport, even, even you know, 9, 10 years old, going to watch my, uh, watch my family compete at, like, the national finals. Um, I remember watching that, enjoying it, and be like, one day I'm going to do this. And it was so cool watching those guys. Um, and I eventually grew up, I was watching YouTube videos. I was obsessed with the YouTube sensations of the time, making videos. You know, guys like Steve Mead, for example, I watched every video he had. And I always, you know, enjoyed the, I'm not sure if you remember the old Crutchfield magazines. Um, oh, yeah. The old Crutchfield magazines, I would get those and I would have every part memorized. 
And uh, eventually, when I got eventually when I got my own car, I started doing that way and started moving away. And uh, obviously, times were tough because I was in college and I would constantly just be flipping audio equipment on the side, just buying and selling trading, you know, collecting enough money to basically buy and improve my equipment. And I didn't really compete much then because, to be honest, I didn't think I was anywhere near it. And uh, I then started. I forget how I actually got into competing after that, um, but it was you know hanging out with people that were competing. Um, and then eventually what it got to me was, was I built my Tahoe and I'm like, you know what, I'm going to try and go after competition. I'm going to build with 321s. That's what I liked at the time um, as an incriminator. And I was like, I'm going to do a no wall. I'm just going to see where it lands. And then I'm going to adjust wherever I need to. because it's what I've always wanted to try. And then I kind of got set up with the guys in middle Tennessee and it kind of went from there. Uh, um, as far as excess power, I was doing my own lithium. Or I was always a member of team excess power. I've always supported excess power. Even when I first started competing, um, the product reputation was always, you know, it was like in, in my head when I was young, it was like, you know, excess power was the snap on level. Like it was always the highest level. That was the best product. That was the, the cream of the crop. If you had that, you, you know, not that you had a bankroll, but it was the idea if you had good product, you had, you understood the, the importance of quality equipment. And that was kind of the way I went into that. So, you know, from there on, I had a relationship with Scotty, who is obviously a, a very decorated competitor, and I had a relationship with him and being on Team Exit Power, and I was selling my own lithium stuff on the side, and uh, that's how Scotty and I started talking was, you know, him kind of tutoring me and helping me and helping me find suppliers for what I was doing, and uh, I kind of expressed to him some interest in, you know, my career and stuff like that, and he was like, well, why don't you come work for Excess Power, and I was like, uh, I don't know about that. I don't know anything about it. I was like, I've never sold anything in my life on paper. Like, if you gave me a, you know, nothing on my debut two ever said anything about it. <laughs> and uh, the only thing I could say that is my cash and <clears throat> the people around me. So he's like, you're fine, you're fine, you're fine. Just come, come look it out. Come meet with me here in Knoxville. Um, you can pick up stuff there, and then we'll talk. I was like, okay. So it honestly, it kind of started from there. I think that was about four to five years ago something like that and uh i've grown obviously since then it, you know at his helm and he's you know in a good way tutored me and taught me kind of how to move and how to navigate learned a lot about the ins and outs of the industry and you know, growing within where i'm at now and obviously as his acquisitions of other companies such as sundown has helped broaden my horizons and my ability to work within other companies and of course he's been good enough to let me let me join and have all the fun along the ride with him um, so like I said, I, I owe a lot to him on that. But I would say it's probably the main reason. Like I said, I, I had no idea when I first started, you know, messing with audience. He kind of was like, hey, I don't need to see your resume, really. I kind of know what I need to know. Come talk to me. Let's, you know, let's discuss it from there. Like I said, that was kind of where it was at, to be honest with you. Wow. So this was almost like uh, kind of a story where you guys met, you know, doing sound off competitions, right? Or DB Drag in particular. That's cool. We, we've had a couple of uh, stories like that, that, hey, I started off in DB Drag, and, and well, you know, Scotty is, uh, you know, himself a success story. He started yep. in DB Drag, now yep. he's, you know, running his own uh, uh, audio businesses, so, yeah, that's really cool. It's really and, cool. And that's, what's cool about, and that's what's cool about dealing with him is, like, you get to have that example of, for example, if I come into the office and I'm mad because, you know, I have a bottom sub that's giving me issues, and, you know, I can come in there and be like, Scotty. And just tell him what happens. Like, well, have you checked this? Have you checked this? And it's kind of cool to have that ability. To he knows what that's like to break crap constantly. You know, he knows what that's yeah. like to push the limits. And obviously, his his equipment, his technology wasn't as advanced as what I what we deal with now. But the idea is still the same of, of troubleshooting and knowing what ideas to try and conceptual ideas, things like that. And it really humbles a lot of people when, when he's in the booth and somebody asks him a question. He hits them like. He's just some guy in the parking lot that knows a lot about audio. And I'm like, oh my goodness, he knows so much more than what people think. I'm like, you have no idea how much he knows. Like, it's kind of ridiculous. Uh, one of the things that uh, Wayne and Sleese are super proud of with uh, DB Drag and where it's brought us is um, people that literally didn't have anything to do with the industry and now have created a livelihood. And, and not only that, but now they brought other people that were just hobbyists and gave them a livelihood too, like Scotty, you know, um, DC Audio, Nick uh, at Incriminator. Oh, yeah. You know, those people uh, developed their companies around the competition scene. And that's, yep. if when you listen and talk to Wayne, that's one of the things they're the most proud of is that their organization is 
gave people an opportunity to make a reasonable living. And, you know, some of those guys are making a very good living from something that didn't even exist. Yeah, you know? Absolutely. Um, and it's great. Like, some of the cool things, I mean, you get to meet some awesome people. I mean, like, I got these people in the chat right here, Tristan and uh, Tiffany out of Barbados, right? Never, ever would have met those guys. Uh, you know, yeah. if I wasn't doing DV drag, then doing this podcast, yep. doing it with lucky, you know, all these yep. things led me to meeting people all over the world. And, you know, how, why would I ever have known you or met you in my entire life if it wasn't for DV drag or Jeffrey? Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know, the, the superstar actor. Well, I might've met Jeffrey right. <laughs> through my sister eventually, Probably. but, but, uh, yeah, other than that, um, uh, Tristan wants to know, Sean, do you guys have any surprises for the 2024 at Excess Power? So we have all kinds of things coming up that I can't talk about. Um, or else <laughs> Scotty's going to be in the chat. Uh, hence hence the surprises. Oh, the surprise will be later. Um, we're not there yet, but yes, we've got all kinds of things planned. Obviously, having an enthusiast-driven business, which if you've ever really came and seen us at Excess Power, we love audio, we love messing with stuff. You know, we, you know, there's, there's like, we call it a burnout box inside our building where, you know, cars do burnouts. Like I said, we love power sports. We love baggers. I mean, we kind of just like, you know, I feel like we're like big kids. Um, we enjoy stuff like that and having those sorts of things and we kind of stay on the cutting edge all the time. So um, it's kind of one of the things that, you know, we're constantly trying to, trying to beat last year's thing. Like Jacob Fuller with Sundown, I'm sure, you know, all of you are fully aware who that is. He's like, I've got this one so great. Everybody's losing their minds. He's like, but I got two more that are better. And it's like, man, like, <laughs> it's like you're, you're beating yourself. But uh, anyway, I seen a comment I want to address. Um, somebody named Susie, I don't know how to pronounce that name without butchering it. Um, Susie, the what advice one? Oh, uh, I think she's uh, out of Canada. She's out of Canada. Her, and yeah. I think her son competes and we had mm -hmm. him on the show just recently. So yes, go ahead. Um, it was the question was, what advice would you give a newbie when competing in base race? Uh, to be honest with you, I, I haven't done a lot of base race now. I do enjoy it. Uh, Will Mantlo, for that same group I was telling you about earlier, um, kind of gave me an idea on what base race was. Uh, but Chris Gregory was actually one of the ones that first taught me um, on base racing. And I'm just a Burt guy. I, I don't do a lot of base <laughs> race. But, yeah. you know, I constantly tell him, maybe, Chris, I'm going to do base race this year. And he's like, okay. And it just constantly, consistently, so every year now, it's a running good. I'm going to do base race this year. And uh, I was like, but Chris, the first time SPO calls, that's my heart. I can't, you know, I can't just run it. So I told him this year, I'm like, the Courier, you know, when it, when it, after it runs Super Street this year, I was like, I plan on doing 59.9 next year. Um, I've already kind of got the lithium bank and everything planned out in the Courier uh, to extend that to run 59.9. Um, speaking of that, hopefully they we have some track modifications to allow that. But that's where we're at right now. Well, I mean, I think just being where you are in Tennessee, you you it's like you got a base race. Well, you Tennessee you be base, base racers. Racer. <laughs> yep. But yeah, I would I would talk to somebody who's done it a lot. Um, obviously, I've done the smaller classes for fun. I'm, you know, I've never been a winner or anything like that. Uh, as far as like, you know, somebody who's won a ring or anything like that, I don't have any tangibles within base race to give expert advice like some of these guys do. Um, but I would just say practice and consistency. I've always believed that if you're going to be a competitive term lab is the best investment you can make. And there's a reason for oh, yeah. that, because if you can do if you're planning on doing twenty nine nine, basically what you can do is is you can sit there in, in your driveway or wherever and get so familiar with your clicks, with your settings, with your environments. You know, all these things happen all around you. Like, don't laugh, but like, you know, if I'm wanting to run 29 and I can get my wife behind me to start hollering at me, you know, to mimic <laughs> distractions, mimic people talking to you, mimic cars going by, doing it in a Walmart parking lot, things like that, you know, kind of getting that routine set up on what you're going to do and those type of things, that's that's what I just... So, um, that's well, well... To speak to that, you know, we had um, uh, Jimbo come to California and uh, he was totally thrown off his game by the way I announced the shows, which have you ever been to one of my shows, Sean? Other than you've been to World Finals last year. Yeah. So you see kind yeah. of how I interact with the people. So that really threw Jimbo off. Um, as you said, you know, it, it's a distraction that he uh, didn't account for. Because yeah. if you ever watch Jimbo, he goes, yeah, yeah. he goes into yeah. Zen and then goes, and here I am. Bah, 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 bah. Oh man, it was he was like, yeah, what, huh, what? Uh, I got to I got to see him at, at World Finals last year. I seen him the year before too, I think. 
Um, and then I seen his, him and his dad at uh, CES in at right. Las Vegas. Um, I got to do a small training there and got to teach a couple people about some other stuff, um, like as far as like our technology and what we're doing at Access to the dealers. And I got to run into Ray and Jimbo, and uh, those guys are awesome. Um, I, I love those guys to death. They're they're good guys. Uh, I've always had nothing but good things to say. But yeah, I figured he was if earlier in fifty nine nine, I would see I would see Jimbo. But uh, there's a funny story behind that. So I talked to Jimbo last year when you were judging, and he was like, "Come over here and look at my cabin. I'm having issues with this. I think it was having a sub issue. I forget it exactly." He's like, "Look up under my dash, kind of you know, just having some general conversation." And I'm like. Jimbo, I don't know how I'm supposed to read any of this. It's all in Canadian. He was like, what? <laughs> so the joke now is like, I can't read this crap, Jimbo. It's in Canadian. Like, you know, like just messing with me. But dude, they're so cool. Those guys are so awesome. Uh, they are. I, I've never had any issues with any of the Canadian competitors. Uh, they they mm -hmm. are usually really, really, really nice people. Yeah. Um, hey, we're rolling up on the 6 o'clock hours, so... Uh, let's start getting the hand raises, the hears. Um, so, Jeffrey, just tell me when you get them coming up. Uh, so, where do you see yourself in the future there, Sean? I mean, uh, continuing with XS, maybe branching out on your own? Uh, how do you see your future going? I mean, are you looking like super long-term with XS? So, you know, I kind of, obviously, you never know where the future truly lies. You can plan that the best you can but at the end of the day you're not in control of a lot of things and you're kind of in a situational spot everywhere you go and you kind of not that you're in a whitewater rafting but you kind of get thrown for wherever the world you know and somebody else wants to take you so you got to roll with the punches but i've always said that you know my plan is to to retire you know in, in with excess power or within one of excess power's companies in some sort of subsidiary or something like that um to to grow within this industry um, i don't have any plans to leave um obviously that's not my decision <laughs> uh, but that's that's what I have planned. Like I said, I, I love being able to interact with you guys, and, and especially the, the audio enthusiasts and mm -hmm. going to shows and going to, you know, getting to meet dealers at CES, getting to go to Knowledge Fest, getting to go to Slamology, you know, oh, getting yeah. to do world finals, you know, getting to enjoy and have those conversations and, you know, see guys like, you know, some of the yeah, get to know. Hey, guys, I'll be right back real quick. I got to go take care of something. I'll be right back. Okay. So keep on. Sorry to interrupt. All right, Doug. It's okay. So, I mean, yeah. It, it seems like with all the uh, businesses uh, Scotty's buying nowadays, uh, I, I, I made fun of him and I told him, hey, he's like the Elon Musk, you know, buying up all the different businesses, you know. Maybe you can see yourself, uh, you know, hitting one of those businesses one day. Who knows, you know, who knows. Oh, but uh, it, it's cool where you feel yourself in a position where it's like, you know, like you say, you, you want to end your, you know, your tenure, your career with uh, that specific company. And that's that's in attribute to like how you know the atmosphere is over there and, and what Scotty runs over there. So yeah. if any of you guys that are watching, listening in, uh, you know, how how did Sean get uh, you know hooked up with Scotty? So it's just that easily. And now he's he's over here, the head of uh, marketing for all these different uh, categories and what audio and wow. So and guaranteed, you know, we talk about this on the show a lot. You know, when when we uh, we started off as competitors, you know, we we all uh, kind of like a band, like a like a brotherhood of sorts. Lock myself out. And like you know, we, we always try to say, you know, you never want to yeah, right kind of be, you know, without lack of with lack of a better term, you don't want to be that a hole that <laughs> you know talks down upon people because you always never know. Guaranteed, if Sean was uh, you know talking crap about. Uh, Scotty and you know maybe his band back in the day he, he wouldn't be in this position where he is now so um, that that can go a long way and uh, I always tell people you never know you never know <laughs> so you're 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 exactly right I, you know I like to see a hey. lot of the crossover um, into the not only in, in obviously DB drag being that it's more of a DB drag centered podcast but obviously giving you background but, but having people cross up from the competition industries and the works yeah. over into the manufacturing side is a really, really cool thing to see. And it doesn't happen as much, obviously, but it's so cool to interact with people that, you know, I, I met somebody at Slamology that was, you know, just had a normal audio set. He's like, I'm a dealer in Oklahoma. And I'm like, holy crap, who are you? You know, like, you know, and have a conversation. You get to, you really get to see, you know, a lot of things because the guys that come in the store oftentimes 
see the Facebook videos of people, yeah. you know, these subs, like I know Soundcheck obviously did a great video on the LCS subs and how loud they can get on low wattage. It's like those guys that watch that video may not have been, you know, they may not have been in Tennessee, but they could have been anywhere and they're going into those shops and they're buying those subs or, or something similar mm-hmm. because of a video they've seen that they know how loud they can be. So that sort of trickle down into the dealer network builds up and, and that sort of thing is so healthy for the industry to see what you know, especially these low budget drivers, man. The, these new subs coming out. I know Incriminator's got one, Sundown's got one. You know, I think Crossfire has one too. Um, you know, obviously, multiple DC has one too. Um, a lot of these companies have such good entry level drivers. I'm like, man, these things are so strong compared to what they are. Definitely. And not only that, I mean, you got to be able to know what you're doing. I, I think RP knows what he's doing up there and yeah. Hank and those those guys, uh, yeah. you know, dealing with the entry level speakers. So let's, uh, you know, give them some props, too. But uh, for <clears> sure, <throat> them they in themselves are the R&D, essentially, for, you know, companies like, you know, Sundown or, or whichever product they decide yeah. to, you know, do research and development for. So, you know, they're, them in themselves are... <laughs> Technically, they're they're employees. They're you know yeah. advertising. Yeah. Uh, that's where their advertising dollars are going. So, and a lot of that is when you're on a when you're on a team like you know. And for example, for Incriminator, for example, and obviously my my vehicle runs Incriminator. To be honest, it's it's two twenty one inch Warden R fours, um, and it's on four of the IX fifteen point ones. He's got the um, new it's got R4s, seven baby. Yes, I love them. I love those things. Um, man, I can I can just do unspeakable things to them, and they just keep on. Living. <laughs> but uh, you know, it, and that's what's cool because you know, you know I'll, I'll message Nick that like that's what broke, like or or that's what I broke. It wasn't the sub; it was the door. You know, or it was the door, <laughs> it was the floor. You know, or something like that. It's you know, you get a lot of that too, with especially like you said, guys who grew up in competition coming into you know the manufacturing side. I'm just using him as an example. It's like Nick and Scotty, for example. They know what it's like to push the limits. They know what it's like to need a sub that can handle 40,000 watts a handful of times and you know live to tell the story and they and understand same, right it's the same thing over at crossfire you got jeffrey and you got roger bridges right i mean that's it's very similar stories so yeah and they and like you said they absolutely know the abuse that you guys do to them yep. to the drivers and to your systems hey uh jeffrey do you got some names in there real quick so you can share with me Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Do you just want me to read them aloud? Yep. Okay, let's see here. Let me just go down. Uh, and, okay. and then we're going to, what we can do is spin the wheel again and all that stuff. So, yeah, I think we... I'm all caught up here. Okay. All right, so I got uh, Moses, uh, Eric Hansen, uh, Tiffany. I got uh, Nick Semino. I, I forgot to push enter. <laughs> I started putting them. Uh, Eric, Moses, Eric, who? Uh, Tiffany, uh, Nick, Dustin, Alicia, Susie, uh, David, Steve. Hold on, wait, Alicia. Sure. Alicia, and then Susie. Susie. I'm spelling your names horribly. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, so it's Alicia, Susie. There's there's David. There's uh, Steve De Los Santos. Steve uh, Dale. I got uh, Spencer and Kelsey. 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 <laughs> is is she is she uh, is that my daughter? Included? Kelsey yeah. Black. <laughs> yep. She chimed in. Uh, there's Joe Mullen. Uh, there's Dark Side Car Club. See, I got another Eric, it looks like. No, it's the same one. Eric Hansen, then there's okay. Jeremy Skogan. Okay, and let's see, Tyler Archer. Tyler. Okay. Oops, that's too many T's in Tyler. And then Chris Caudell. Chris C, we'll say. Let me double check on the YouTube side. Anybody else on here? I'm the only person on YouTube side. I have Tristan. So Tristan says, make sure it lands on Tiffany or myself. So, all right, we're going to go just a little bit longer before we make the drawing, but I got those names up there. Um, so uh, where, uh, so World Finals, you're obviously going for the ring. 
right? You're not you're not looking for second place. You'll be I'm sure you'll be not that you'll be happy, but with second place it will verify the work that you put in, I think. Is that accurate? No? You want first first and only first? It, I'll tell you this and then you can right. you can quote me you can quote me on it. You can put it on you can put it on Chris Gregory's shirt if he loses. Put All it that right. way. You can put it on you can put it on your shirt. It, on that final round to make sure obviously hopefully I, I win first. That's obviously the goal anytime I compete. It's like I'm gonna keep turning until something breaks or something stops making there's no other choice. You know, Send it, baby. Round. That's right. Play it those tell don't play no more. Right. We love that. Um, hey, hey, Doug. Uh, yes, looks sir. like I forgot Rosa. I don't think I said Rosa, but uh, okay. she, she's chiming in saying I'm hating on her. <laughs> Sorry, Rosa. We'll get you on there. All right, we got Rosa on there. Um, I'm here three times, according to Tristan. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's go on over here. Let's uh, let's do this. Share screen. Um, oh wait, share my screen. And I want to share the wheel. Share. And then let me go over here. Oops. And then I want to switch it to uh, YouTube. And Look at that wheel. There we go. You can see the wheel. Alternate up. Alt up. Oops. I got to do multiple things here because I'm not normally doing the wheel. All right. So, Jeffrey, uh, give me a number one through five. Uh, let's go five. One, two, three, four, five. Shuffle the wheel five times. All right. Sean, give me a number. One through five. Four. One. Oops, that's the fourth reel. Oh, that's what I'm going to do. So click the spin. Let's see who we got. All right. Dark side would have won. That's so we're one. going four times, right? Okay. Yep. Three more times. And that's two. That would have been Tristan. No, Spencer. That's two. Here's three. Alicia. All right, so the next one counts for the first of the CU31s. UC31s. UC31s. I couldn't remember. Alicia. <laughs> she was third, and then. Wow. All right, so I removed her, and we're going to do not the first spin, but the second spin for the second. If you guys, if you can get a hold of Sean or Jeffrey or myself, okay, uh, would have been Tristan, but nope, this is it. All right, winner of this one gets the other uh, UC31. It is Tristan. Whoa, that's weird. <laughs> All right. Hey, that's handy because you guys already send stuff to him. Oh, perfect. Yeah. So anyway, uh, I got to switch this back to main. There we go. All right. So our winners are Tristan and Alicia. Uh, Alicia, one of your guests at the uh, or one of your competitors there in uh, Texas, Jeffrey. Mm, actually, no. Uh, let me go back and see. I know she just commented on here. Alicia, let's see here. Team Dark Side Money is is showing on her uh, on her uh, profile picture. Okay. Uh, hey, Alicia, are you from the Tennessee area? Might be one of uh, Chris Gregory's. Thank she. Okay. Okay. I think so. She can message me, and I'll, I'll send it out. Okay. Oh yeah, no Tennessee. Okay. And, and now okay. Tristan has one as a demo <clears throat> for his shop. <laughs> Out of Barbados, since they're already an authorized dealer, that's going to not yep, hurt. It's perfect. Yeah, works out <laughs> great. Um, so, uh, so your marketing and competition and all this stuff, 
Um, what does so your job? So, I, so my guess is your job is very similar to Justin Hankey's over at DC Audio. Uh, so he told me it's the best job in the world because he was going to go to Slamology, Autorama, World Finals. He was going to those shows anyway. Now he gets paid to go to those shows. Is that kind of the same thing for you? So I do, I do obviously my main reason I was brought in was to uh, run obviously team access power and do sales for both dealer and distributor level. Right. That includes international. Uh, obviously all that stuff is kind of overfilled. Mm -hmm. uh, and obviously like I'll, I'll take the courier to a show and compete while I'm running a booth. You know, it kind of right. multi-purpose is that. It kind of works that well because if I have, well, I have 17 Titans in my vehicle along with 10 banks of caps. Well, I'll show that off in the booth and then take it. Oh, come over here in a few minutes. I'll show, you know, you'll get to see it run and then I bring it back. And, you know, it kind of works out well for a multi-purpose in that way. Um, and then my other vehicle I'm debuting in March will have the same sort of idea behind it. Yeah. Um, Jeffrey, we're yeah. already like almost to the end of this thing. It seemed really quick tonight. Are we? No, um, I mean, we're I only 10 minutes left. So, but I'm, I'm just saying it seemed really, it, to me, it seemed quicker than normal. I'm just saying, um, uh, but no, that's awesome. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm still working and stuff like that. So I'm kind of distracted a little bit. I'm sorry about that. It's no disrespect to you. Um, you know, I got to pay my bills. <laughs> I get it. Um, but, uh, so with excess SP or uh, excess power, um, can you give us a quick rundown of like their lineup? Uh, you know what? I mean, obviously they focus on power management, your lithium batteries, your regular batteries, stuff like that. And then they acquired um, Sundown Audio. Uh, and, and for from me talking to Scotty, it sounds more he didn't he he acquired them legally, but it was more of a partnership, not an accusation. Acquisition. Yeah, so so they're both owned by the same mother company. They're, they're like sister companies the same way. They both operate independently. They both have their separate ship locations and different. Think about it like two beehives being next to each other and just being owned by the same tree. Think about it like that. They're, they're both in the same tree. Um, I just happen to go between both. Um, that would be a better way to, to put that. Okay. But... Um, we do have a lot of different battery choices. Uh, obviously, we make our gold standard, our D-series, which is the blue label stuff, our AGMs. Those are the ones, you know, that we've seen. You know, I've seen batteries that are 10-plus years old and Honda's pulled at the show. I'm like, this thing is, has a date of like 11 years ago. This thing's still going every day. Um, those are obviously the gold standard. I'd say that's what XS's reputation is primarily built on. Uh, obviously, you have like our XP series, which is our marine supplemental power sports secondary battery market. Uh, we have a couple other ones, such as like the Power Sports Series. Uh, the 16-volt racing scene is obviously big for us within our AGMs, um, which used to be big. I'm sure you guys remember that. We used to be big on the 16-volt D1600s, D1631s. For the old school days, um, that's not as much anymore. Uh, we're getting a lot more 15.5 Quest. Um, mm -hmm. And obviously, lithium kind of ushered in a whole new level of, you know, not needing to compensate for that drop in that density. Now you have batteries that can discharge. I mean, like a Titanic, for example, it's eight by five by five it's it's like a small shoebox and you can burp 10,000 watt plus watts off something that's nine pounds it's gonna last 15 plus years that is so you know as far as user friendly for an intro consumer for lithium it kind of wrote rewrites the book on what you can expect out of a product especially our lithium lineup so that's 95 percent of our spl and our cardio sign is our tight date and our d series um, and then obviously we have capacitor banks which are fantastic in their own use and they work great with Pretty much all the other options that we have um, so there's a lot of different ones i use a mixture of titanate so in my setup i have 17 uh power slash reserve as sixes um i have 10 and i have seven and then i have 10 banks of our 2.85 volt caps ran together and those two together work really well for burp but then you get the recovery of the lithium bringing them back up refilling the caps before your next hit so you may not have to go over there and charge before your next hit Whereas a cap bank, you may have to do that if you discharge it too low or, you know, if you've set a work record and you don't want to leave the lane to go recharge, you want to hit it again, you don't have to get out the charge. So there's kind of some some crossovers in between that. 
awesome. Oh yeah, I, I remember back in the day. Uh, Yellow top. Well, power, top. power, power master, right? Was the oh, name yeah. that, that was. Uh, it was before excess power, and uh, yeah, I was running probably like close to like thirty some odd uh, <laughs> of the uh, uh, power master batteries, and oh yeah, those things are huge. They uh, weighed a lot, and I, I just wish you know we had some kind of lick of the uh, the lithium back then. Which yep. I mean, nowadays, like you're saying, it's it's kind of where where a lot of the competitors, uh, you know, are, are geared towards now that they're running. And, hey, where you at? Um, yeah, were you back? Uh, oh, I said so come you weren't with Texas uh, Power out. back you when you were Power done? Master, right? Yeah. So the, after, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was probably what like. Uh, okay. Yeah, but I'm kind of aging myself here, here but uh, <laughs> yeah, that was that was back in the day, definitely okay. for sure. So um, it's it's good so to see everybody you know the evolution taking place, you know, as far okay. as like electrical right. and, and and batteries and, and so, stuff okay. like that. So you. hey, you, know, right. you guys running lithium now? Thank you guys you very much. totally got it easy compared yeah. to we'll see you tomorrow. You know, yeah. The old school competitors back in the early 2000s. So thank you so much. Yeah, and we're seeing a lot of that. You know, we're seeing a lot of those days of heavy capacitor-based setups adding and incorporating lithium. And obviously, I won't say names, but there's a lot of them out there that are starting that process because they're seeing the advantages of a fantastic or a fantastic capacitor bank that after three or four hits may start to be discharged because they're pulling so much amperage. Well, then they incorporate a lithium bank, and it just really buffers how much they use and how much recovery they have, how much they drop. You know, it gives them that extra density in case they need to hit it twice in 30 seconds. They're not going to be at 12 yeah. volts. You know, they're, they're going to stay at 15, 16 volts, give or take. And it's kind of cool to see that continue to come to fruition. I think you start to see that trickle down, like you said, for people that watch that at finals. People who come to, you know, come to California and watch, watch finals, and then they go into a local shop and say, hey, I've seen they were using, you know, super banks. I want one of those, and I love a Titan. I want to do a D3400 because that's what those guys are using. And I truly think that still happens to this day, that people come into the shops based on what they're seeing. And not only that, but what they're seeing on social media. Exactly. And it kind of, you know, makes me wonder sometimes how, um, and I do under, understand there's other reasons for, uh, for you know, cho different choices. But, you know, these different manufacturers, you know, that uh, are at the World Finals, they have a booth, you know, they're sponsoring in some sort of uh, fashion. Why they wouldn't want to be doing that? Because... You got that that outlet straight to your customer customer base right there. You know, um, you yourself are going to be representing excess power with your vehicle. Like you said, you're going to be uh, displaying it in a booth, and then you know, two three seconds later, you're going to be running it in the lanes. That's just like, uh, you know, the ultimate advertising right there. Yep. Yep. I completely agree. And there's a lot of that out there too. Um, I know, obviously. Nick is a big supporter of, of, oh, yeah. of obviously World Finals. I know Crossfire is obviously a huge supporter over there. Um, I see Roger usually at finals being in the lanes every year. Um, and I, I have an awesome relationship Roger. Roger and Crossfire, fantastic products are ridiculous. One of my favorite amps is the Crossfire, the bigger amp. Still one of my favorites. Um, he can build some just tanks of amps. Um, and I, I love that whole setup. It's nice to see them, but it's like that right there. Those guys are looking, and obviously they're there to support their competitors, and that's awesome. But you know, for me, I'm looking and seeing what I can improve on too, as far as a manufacturer, you know, where is there a void that needs to be filled? There's a thing we're missing, you know, getting feedback from people talking to us about their voltage or just, hey, show me your setup and I want to show you my setup. And those those things are so rewarding in, in a weird, non-monetary way. You get to see kind of their fruits of your labor. Like, obviously I've designed several products behind the scenes that we tell now. And it's like, man, the first, I remember forget the first time somebody came up and said, I want to show you my setup. And he popped the chunk and what I had kind of sort of had the idea was in that part. I'm like, oh, that was so cool. Like, you know, you know, and of course you don't tell him that, but it's like, man, these things are so cool. <laughs> um, and that, that kind of stuff happens a lot. It's, it's a real gratifying experience and get to see that. That's why I encourage that crossover. People want to join that. All right. No, that's, I mean, it, being there and sponsor, I mean, obviously, um, Roger sponsors DV Drag. We, he allows them to host events at their shop. And, you know, in DB, in base race, you win Roger's money it's every show <laughs> almost. So I think he's got, he's got a soft spot for, you know, DB Drag in particular. Competition, 
yes. you know, ha having like the big name hitters like, you know, Steve make back in the day and, yep. uh, you know, he and Roger himself with, uh, you know, his extreme vehicles and, you know, all the time, effort, blood, sweat and tears he's put into uh, this sport, uh, you know, so <laughs> he, he definitely sees, uh, you know, you hear that that phrase game recognized game and that's that's just exactly what it is. He, he's going to support it because that's where he came from. And, and we could see that enthusiasm in, in Sean himself. You know, he was competing. And then now that he's, uh, you know, kind of, uh, you know, with the manufacturers, he's, he's still with, with that enthusiasm. So it's great to see. Yeah. So, hey, Jeffrey, uh, I know yes, we sir. didn't remind or didn't have a chance to prep Sean prior to the show, <laughs> but uh, why don't we ask Sean the question as, cause now that I am in Reno again, um or now i'm in reno uh once again my league starts at seven so i gotta get there and ah. everything so um yeah i got a whole new peop group of old people i can take money from so nice. that that's that's kind of my goal you know when i go bowling and uh yeah i, I went and bowled a tournament here a couple weeks ago and the guy's like yeah you're not a 190 average bowler i'm like come on dude i was the third highest bowler out of 250 bowlers at the tournament so <laughs> Uh, anyway, why don't you hit him with the question, sir? Okay, um, I, I kind of feel like Sean's one of those quintessential examples of what I'm going to ask, you know? So it, it almost seems like I'm not really worthy to ask this question, of Sean, <laughs> but uh, I'm going to do it anyway. So Sean, basically, uh, this is a question we ask our guests. Uh, basically, we want to know what it, what is your definition of a base head? So my definition of a base head is somebody that has a true, genuine passion for the sport, not only in the heavy, loud stuff, but everyday listening, all the way from somebody that watches the YouTube videos, who enjoys the setup, that listens to the rebase music, all the way up to the guy that is a, <laughs> like a dummy like me and spends thousands of dollars just for a three-second thrill ride. You know, <laughs> all the way to that point. Um, that entire group of enthusiasts is, is what I would consider a base head. You know, every, like everything else, it kind of has your own form and, there's no set, in my opinion, definition to a single face head. It's just an enthusiast who loves the sport, who loves the audio, who loves the sound of it, loves to hang out with other enthusiasts, and generally enjoys this as a hobby. That would happen. Ah. I like that. Three-second thrill ride. I haven't heard that before. but No, uh, we haven't. I, I can appreciate that. Absolutely. It's, it's, funny because, it's funny because my wife, you know, she'll see me every night in the garage cussing and hollering and, you know, come and bleed, you know, because I'm, you know, I've cut myself <laughs> or the, like, my team's making fun of me in the group, the Wall Street guys right now, because it's like, I got an uh, angle grinder blew up in my face and it cut my face up. And uh, oh. I sent them a picture of my eye and it was like bleeding everywhere. And I come inside, I'm like, hey, my wife, I come inside, I'm like, uh, honey, I was like, I need uh, some assistance. And she goes, you can't do it And uh, so I'm sitting there and I'm just, I'm just gushing blood everywhere. And she was like, all this for what? I said three seconds. Three, three seconds. seconds. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like ninety-nine point seven percent of what I do is 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 just pushing for that three seconds, and it's it's hard to explain until you have that passion and that drive to do that. It's hard to explain to somebody, but it's really no different than competing in anything we do, whether it be racing or or anything. To be honest, it, getting to that point, you spend so much time in just hardcore preparation and stressing over it i speak from personal experience it's mm -hmm. stressing over it spending money that you don't have to not know <laughs> if it's not gonna work or not um you know things like that it, it's it's just really you know it's a it's a hard to explain what that what that is without to somebody who doesn't know you know and so uh, speaking of tennessee base racers we had uh we have chris gregory chiming in says three seconds is a long time uh i'm not sure what he means by that <laughs> But uh, I, I'm kidding, of course. Uh, he also says here, uh, Sean Mayo is my hero, Chris says. Uh, um, Sean, so so how would people get a hold of XS, get a hold of you, maybe follow you, follow XS's page? What? How would you say people uh, learn more about XS and follow you guys or whatever? So not to sound cocky, but, you know, you can go to a car show and, and see kind of what we do. And <laughs> a lot of that is guys like, you guys have our logos out in the show and, and guys like Chris Gregory have products and not only that, they've worked shows with them. they know our products, they understand it. Because if you go to somebody and I'm just using him for example, because he does a fantastic job at this in this area of Tennessee for preaching what we do. Same with Jeremy Kramer and our bunch of our local judges. 
they do a great job of pushing our products and understanding what, what the competitor needs. So going on our website, checking it out, going on Facebook, seeing what people say about Excess Power, see what they're running, uh, reaching out to me for team inquiries and things like that. Um, you can call Excess Power. You can use Sean at excesspowerbatteries.com uh, for a direct link to me for team inquiries and stuff like that. Um, it, honestly, there's so many opportunities to, to realize and find out what we do. And if we don't have something that fits your needs, it, we either don't make it or we're going to make it. That, that's kind of our only two choices. So, like I said, we, you know, if you have any questions or any, you know, anything you just have me in general you want to know, feel free to reach out to one of our, one of our dealers, our distributors, or even our judges who, you know, do a great job, you know, recommending and promoting our products, things like that. There's all kinds of ways to learn about excess power. Awesome. Jeffrey, what you got coming up? Uh, I got to, well, first of all, I want to do this uh, calling all Texas base racers and top dog <laughs> competitors. Uh, it, it's, it seems I, may, I might be facing a challenge with uh, getting some uh, competitors for uh, this weekend, only because there's a uh, IASCA state uh, competition as well as a USAC competition going on the same weekend. So uh, if, if you've ever, uh, Texas guys, if you've ever base raced before or done top dog, definitely hit me up. We need you to be on the team. Uh, as you guys know, we're going heads up with California and Tennessee. It's going to be a base race and top dog a multi-venue cash competition event. So ba uh, DB dry, or it's a DBDRA world finals rehearsal is what it becomes. Yes. Yes. Uh, more importantly, that's what it is. Uh, we want to make sure and, uh, you know, get all the bugs worked out for this, uh, for this to go over, you know, flawlessly at world finals. So, I mean, initially I thought it was just going to be a test and, you know, I thought it we going to have a couple of guys, but it, <laughs> you guys are making it this full on show, which is, it's, it's a good thing. It's, it's, you know, it's getting this, uh, enthusiasm and competition, uh, raring up and going just right, right before finals. So uh, that's what I got going on. If you again, you guys are in Texas, have done base race, uh, or interested in doing base race or top dog, you know, uh, definitely shoot me a message. Uh, we'll get you all squared away, and uh, you know, hopefully, we'll have a good showing at uh, this weekend. Qualifying's from so five to six at local time, Tennessee and Texas. Three to four on uh, the West Coast. You know, the only time that really does matter. So uh, those are the important times. And remember, we're just looking for a short window because all we're doing is qualifying a handful of people for base race. So it shouldn't take us forever to qualify people for a base race. Um, Dude, that's that why... should be on. That should be the catchphrase on the shirt. Is uh, the only time that matters, California the only time. time right? that, I, if I, I, win, I would like to see that on, on the shirt. <laughs> and so you know, what, real quickly, let me. Uh, uh, Let's kind of keep things civil, you guys. Uh, Chris Gregory, I'm sure, is watching. Let's uh, let's not design the shirts uh, distastefully. Oh, you know, let's so distastefully. Let's, if, if oh Chris my Lee. goodness! See, I, I, let's kind of keep things classy, guys. You know, I don't want to be wearing or uh, anybody oh. wearing a uh, like a eggplant emoji on their T-shirt or something walking around <laughs> finals with that. So let's keep it classy and you know all in good fun. Is is this what I have to say about that? But so go ahead. So is, so is is California and Texas fighting for second? Is that what the is that what the plan is? Oh wow! And he is isn't going to show up. And he is. just he just drops a bomb and walks away. <laughs> yeah, he does. Yeah. He's like, well, I ain't even going to be there. We know what side he's on. <laughs> of course, my, my loyalty may have came through just a tad in yeah. that one. Yeah. Just, like, just yeah. a little bit. <laughs> All right, guys, I got to get going. Um, want to thank you guys for tuning in again this week. Um, once again, uh, thank you to uh, Sean Mayo. Sean Mayo, awesome guest. Jeffrey, good job again today. Thanks for helping me run a lot of stuff here going on. I got a lot of sure, stuff. Sure. Um, I'm going to be much better next week. I'll have everything situated so I can see the screen. Um, we will be giving away again something again next week, pro uh, maybe just a T-shirt. I don't know. We'll, we'll see where we are at with this. Um, but anyway, uh, guys, tune in next week. We'll have Wayne or Salise on here most likely. when We'll be talking about World Finals, how things go. And then Jeffrey and I will be uh, – discussing how we're going to, you know, I might add, elicit uh, uh, Jeffrey's help in, you know, designing Chris Gregory's shirt for him. So um, just saying, uh, I, I got, I got a little faith in my uh, California guys here. 
So for this. Chris get a shirt for winning first. Is that what we're talking about? Huh? Chris get a shirt for winning first. Is that what we're trying to? So do? whoever's first designs the shirt for whoever's last. That's what I'm saying. Are we designing Chris's shirt? That we're uh, that, that's what I. That's what Jeffrey and I will be doing. Yes. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, just kind of setting the parameters. For yeah. It, you know? <laughs> I'm just saying rainbows. <laughs> And welcome to San Francisco, my friend. Oh, speaking Chris of San Francisco, regularly, I love that. Yeah, you got you got San Francisco behind you. I do. I appreciate the opportunity yeah. to be on the podcast. It's been fun. All right, thank you for tuning in. Hey, thank you everybody for watching. Uh, congratulations to our winners, Alicia and Tristan, for uh, winning the Excess Power uh, UC thirty ones. Um, you know, get a hold of Sean, Jeffrey, or myself. We'll get you in contact with the people we need to. Um, but thank you. Congratulations to you guys. Thank you once again for tuning in. Uh, we'll see you guys next week, 5.30 California time, the only time that does matter for reals. Uh, but we will see you guys next week on This Week in Car Audio. Peace. We out. Whoa, whoa, whoa.